0: Robbie can't get up he's old age so there's a there's a lot of our uh, guys that are sick again tonight like I know shame Gerald and Tracy or Gerald specifically has been in bed second course of antibiotics I saw him around there. he's looking much better bro you got your color back but I know Tracy Tracy um, Reed's at home I know Victor's at home sick I, I don't know if anyone else like throw names out of people that we know that are sick at home Gail, oh Gail's sick, who else? I just want to pray for him. just, I mean, Abby's been on and off, we Father, for those who are, um, who we love, and are part of our family, who are homesick, couldn't be here tonight, because of the flu thing that's going around, Lord, we want to pray your spirit and your presence upon them, pray that you just touch and heal them, like, the cool thing about you is you're not confined to a room. You can do cool things wherever you want to, whenever you want to. And we just pray that you'll touch and heal them right now. Restore them. Oh. Amen. So Steve actually stole my preach in the... Uh, coffee's in the back. He stole my preach in the announcements. He did it very well, bro. I was like... Ugh. And uh, I should have maybe communicated better with you. That is my bad. Um, and so, like you said, we have a wonderful opportunity coming up in October to change the planet from our from our homes, actually, because the the Four Twelve Conference is a is a moment in time where we can impact America, Australia, Europe, so Switzerland. Isle uh, Man, England, uh, there's others, Brazil, the Netherlands, definitely, from our homes. So you could be a planet shaker from the very comfort of your home. Well, I'm not comfortable, but you know what I'm going to say. And so we want to just um, just to remind you of a few things quickly tonight. I was thinking about us as a congregation, and it's really rad to be back. Um, just to feel the love and the skip. And this opportunity allows us to continue to practice that thing we say. What's in my fridge is yours and what's in your fridge is mine. And tonight I've got some of the young guys coming over and I'm a bit worried that my fridge is going to be empty when they leave. Oh yeah, oh no. Hey, I'm watching you, eh? You've got to sleep on my ass for a couple of nights. I know where you're sleeping, really. And... Um, I was thinking about us as a congregation. You know, we doing you know you know we doing wonderfully. I think we're loving each other quite well. I think people feeling loved to so us, and are obviously going we're gonna always do better. I think guys are getting feeling loved. I I, I feel like we're we're family. I think um, I love those meal trains that go around. You know, like someone's sick and bro, meal trains. And I think when things hit the fan, like we've actually kind of really done well at loving each other. We're quite good at loving new people visiting us on a Sunday too. It's like I'm speaking to the new guys and they're like, yeah, man, it's quite a friendly church. Actually too friendly. More often than not, it's like um, Sam and I invited someone tonight. I'm really bummed. Really bummed. Man, we've been working on this young lady for so long. And it was so close today. (laughs) It was so close for her to come. She really needs Jesus. She really needs us actually. And I, was just, I said, I don't, she actually was freaking, she was like, these crazy Christians, I'm like, look, like, will she, what did she say, will, will she be accepted? I said, look at me, I'm the pastor of the church, you can't, like, you can't get lower than this, you know what I mean, I was really trying to encourage her, you, you know, like, and um, I just said, you're going to come and you're going to be loved, like, that's, that's what you need, you just need to be loved, anyways, but we're going to, Sam, hey, we're going to keep on going, anyways, and so, um, Hebrews um, 13 verses 1 and 2, it'll come up on the screen, um, It says this, let brotherly love continue. And so we're doing that really well. Let brotherly love continue. Let's keep on loving each other. Let's keep on going the the extra mile. We're not perfect, but we're doing it right. But this is the challenge, and this is the reminder, but do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. Thereby, some have entertained angels unawares. Keep that up for me, please, if you don't mind. So in one sense, we're doing really well as a congregation, like And even just coming back after three months, I've really battled to get back into the groove. (laughs) I'm so, I'm like, it's really been hard. It's like three months is a long time, and then try to get back in. But I've only felt love and grace and mercy. And that's the brotherly kind of thing. The thing I think that God wants to highlight to us, and it's not as strong as brotherly love in us. I just want to be, and it's not a club, it's just a reminder. It's just, maybe let's stretch ourselves a little bit. You know, like, let's just, let's, like last week, we were talking about seek the kingdom of God and not his righteousness from Matthew 6, verses 33. Remember, it's not about seeking physical stuff. It's actually looking inside, looking in our heart and, and going, God, what aspects of me reflect you really well? And that shows that we're seeking his kingdom, right? And what are those things that are lacking a little bit? And I think as a congregation, to a certain degree, I think we, we're neglecting to show hospitality to strangers. And that word stranger, interestingly enough, is not just random people off the street. So I, I want to set, settle your heart as well. It's, it's actually talking about people that were coming to Israel from Palestine and other places to 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 seek, in a sense, God. And to kind of figure out what's going on in the Jewish nation. It's, it's people that are reputable that you might not know. But someone else in our congregation may know. It's not just random <laughs> Guys, I just like, you know, like, uh, maybe Sam knows some people, because Sam's actually, I was trying to encourage him today again. Sam is probably, he's probably one of the strongest evangelism gifts I've seen in a long time. And I'm trying to tell him, it's not because he's a traditional evangelist, bow bash you in the face kind of guy. He's like a magnet for like so many, sorry, am I like, you don't, you're actually going, you're actually blushing. Didn't know that was possible. No, just kidding, i will kidding, it. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I love you very Oh, good. <laughs> and he's like, he's just such a flippin' lacquer guy. Like, I mean, I'm all these random people. Like, he knows everybody in the whole city. I'm like, and, uh I know. yeah, yeah. And so, some of his people he knows are strangers to me, but I love them because he loves them. That's the kind of essence that we're talking about here. Yeah. Don't be stupid and... Invite a psycho serial killer into your house, kind of thing, you know. So, just want to make that very clear because I don't want anyone's death on my hands. And so, and some, some, sometimes, and this has been my experience, it's almost like if we kind to strangers, you you've actually entertained angels. And it's not like I want to demystify this. Angels are basically okay. Well, two things: supernatural beings that just. Communicate from God to people, basically. That's what an angel is. It's a communication. Thing. It's someone that God uses. So we can also be angels to each other. If you think about it, we can bring a message. It actually happened already. Feeling like God saying something to somebody, Sally. That's we become we're angels. We messengers. It's an it means messenger, right? And so. Every single time we've had people in our home or if I've been in someone else's home, something supernatural happens. And God is there. And we become messengers for each other from God. Does it make sense? And so, and I think we can do a little better in this as a congregation. Hospitality is this. it's It's practical kindness paid especially to strangers in sharing of food, drink, lodging, And provisions. We do that really well as a congregation to each other. But to stretch it a little bit further, it's like, would I do that for Sam's friend that you don't know? (laughs) It's crazy. See, true fellowship costs much. But it reaps great rewards. And Paul in Galatians 4.14, this is crazy. I, I mean, I'd forgotten about the scripture but he's coming into the, the Galatian church, and he says this to them, and he's ill. There's some sickness. We, we still don't know if it was blindness or something. He was really battling with something, thorn in the flesh. We feel like um, there's something of, of a sickness. He says, and though my condition was a trial to you. So his sickness coming into the church was like a, a strain on them. Like it was a, a trial, something. It wasn't good. It was putting pressure, strain on on the church, as he came and visited them and preached to them and gave them great theology and all those kinds of he says, "You did not scorn or despise me <laughs> yes this gift so if you really think about it, we all have something <laughs> that's going to drain someone else There's, there, it could be a, an illness it could be an attitude um, we actually the one year at four twelve we got this phone call like halfway through four twelve. And they're like, hey, Brett, we've got this couple and they're really making trouble in another house. They just, the, the hosts don't want them anymore. Will you be willing to take them? I'm like, game on. <laughs> yes, we became like a friend. Eh? We had to clap them a little bit, nicely, because we love them and had to work. And But man, they were, they, that, that was weighing down. And I'm like, no, we don't want it to be weighed down. I want whatever the illness is. I want it, God give us the the keys to win their hearts. And yes, there was a lack of time. Actually, I was reminded of them this week because I was trying to clean up my hard drive, and from like 2011. And we and we actually st- still have photos of the meal they made us this amazing meal that we wouldn't make ourselves because they were diff- from a different country. And it's like, oh. and it's like you didn't scorn or despise me, but you received me as an angel of God. Again, there's that messenger as jesus christ there's something beautiful about giving grace to one another even if we don't know those people in 412 there's 100 123 or 128 people that are still needing homes to be open to this there's, there's hundreds of people that are coming from all over the world that are strangers to us but they love jesus and they're actually part of us we just haven't met them yet and so the challenge is um is this. Our homes can be two things, one of two things. Our homes can be a castle, or it could be a cottage. If it's a castle, it's like, whoa, let's don't stand there. Um, It's big walls, moats, deep moats, fortified gates, no fellowship. It's like, this is my castle. I don't want anyone in my space. I'm going to put my defenses up. Or it could be a cottage, open open gates or open fences, open gates, windows are arid, an amazing place of fellowship. And I think a lot of the times we become castles because it's a scary thing to let strangers into our place, our safety, because a home is a place of intimacy, a home is a place of, of this is my, this is where I sleep, this is where, this is my safety, <laughs> This is, this is, it's quite a vulnerable thing to open up your home to strangers, or to go into someone else's home that is a stranger. And you might be going, no, Brett, you don't understand, my house is tiny. I'm like, I do understand, because when I go to Brazil, I have great, two, two great couples that have been very good friends of mine for almost 10 years now. They fight over me when I come to Brazil now. Like, they literally like, I get start getting messages just before we leave. Hey, Brett, I'm, I'm going to ask for you. And then they, JP, finds out about it. And they're, no, Brett, you're coming to me again. And then it's, and these two couples are one of the, they're, they're two of the poorest couples in that congregation. They live in favelas. They they live in, like, Danoon. So I'm a whitey going into South African, South African desu, you know, South African going into this favela. I love it. I just, i I'm just not allowed running there anymore because I get lost all the time and then they try to kill me. But uh, don't tell Abby that. She doesn't know those things. And he's like, no, you mustn't run there. I'm like, I need to get fit. You know what I'm saying? And these guys fight over me and their houses are tiny. Like literally they've built things. I mean, I think uh, you guys will know, Tatcha and and JP. It's tiny. They have nothing. But every day they wake up really, really early to make me food. And they give me a room and they give me their fan because I've only got one fan. They can't afford a fan but they give me their fan and it's hot there just to make me feel welcome. And they even, like the last time I went, they put this little rail with a, with a curtain because they don't have a door because they can't afford a door. And they just, and I was like, and then, and then, yeah, and then, they, and then the other couple are fighting and they're just like, oh, hey, oh, ho, oh, oh. And then they more poor. And they, but they wake up early and now know they don't have money. And they go to the shops and they, they use their money for their thing and they just got out of their way. It's not about how small your house is. I mean, like, <laughs> the one flat, I think we were, last time, I was just there like, before I, one, two, three, there were like three or four of us in the one room, there were two or three guys in the TV lounge, it, it was like, yeah, sardines, but man, God's presence was there, <laughs> but then there's some of us here, you go, Oh, my house is too big, what will people think if they see where I live, or the toys I have, or whatever, it's the same height. it's like, who cares, it's the same excuse. You're, just, you're becoming a castle. You're not a cottage. <laughs> and it is really scary to open your home to him. You mean like, shame. A Reuben will find out soon enough. We've only got one shower in our house. Our house is probably this, one of the smaller houses in this congregation. He's going to have to use my ensuite suite tomorrow. So I just make sure that we have to communicate well. <laughs> you don't, don't want to see me unclothed. <laughs> When James was living at us with three or four months that he was here, he, we had to, like, hey, look, look, can we use the shower? And we had to get out of our own room so that he could go And It was weird. It was a very weird situation. But we wanted to do it because, don't neglect, we want our house to be a cottage, not a, not a castle. So it doesn't matter if you're rich. It doesn't matter if you're poor. Don't make excuses. <laughs> I was in Zambia. And then we rock up there also into the township. And Justin, oh, I love Justin. He was here for one of the, I hope he comes down this year for 412. And I'm staying in his house and and I get there and the the water's been off for a week because of pipe problems and the electricity's been off because of another problem. And I get into my room and they've moved their bed into the son's room so that I could have the best bed. And then they make me this food that they wouldn't normally eat but because I'm there, and then, yes, we became, and I'm I'm bathing in a bucket that he wakes up at four o'clock every morning to go get from the school because the water's out, and then they heat it up in this big urn just for me because they're trying to make me comfortable. It was a bit weird because obviously Africa and tattoos don't go well together, and I'm confused. I'm half naked, in the, and he just shakes it. don't worry, don't worry, brother. I know that you got those tattoos after you got saved. He doesn't know I got saved at five. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like. And it's like this like I'm half naked, it's this weird like hello, how are you? But it's, that's their home. That's that's and they just open and then their son every morning kicks a door in Ka and he stands by the door in the Superman suit thing, Hello <laughs> This is weird. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like Hello to you too and like And they were so hospitable. And then something, something he said really stood out to me. He was like, "Brett," he said to me when I was leaving, because I always go like, "Hey, speaking to my life, if there's anything you're seeing in me that isn't Christ, let me know. How can I do better? What can I?" And he said to me, he said to me, "Um, to Brett, I want to just say you're the first white person that we've had in a home that feels like family." I was like, "Wow, that's quite a just. You know, that's quite a." He said, "You know why? It's because you never moaned once. You never asked for special food." You love my kids, you played with them more than. And I was like, hmm, he's teaching me something about hosting, actually. It's it's one thing to, to to be hosted, and the host you can really be good, but it's another thing on how you host it as well. And he was like, Red, you, uh, you family, you my brother. You dra- you ate my food, you drank my water, you went everywhere with me, you didn't fuss, you didn't moan, you didn't. Was it uncomfortable? Flop, yes. You, I mean, I'm quite a yeah you know, bucket too small. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it's important to host well, but it's also important to be hosted well. You know I mean, another another story. Um, got to the end of the four twelve conference, and <laughs> and again, it's like, so what you're seeing I mean, is those are always the awkward moments. And um, he said to me, "Thank you so much." He said, Thank you so much for treating me so well. And I was thinking, yes, sir, I didn't really treat you that well. I'm trying to like and he said, you, the reason why you said it is because you put your kids in the dog box and not us. And I went, What? Because we are driving through. I was like, no, hold on, what are you what are you talking about? He said, No, the last host they had, they were made, this is the pastor who leads the church, were made to sit in the dog box. Because it was too dangerous for their kids not to be buckled in. They put a pasta in the boot of their car. And he's like, thank you so much for not putting me in the boot. You're such a good host. I'm like thinking, what the heck? And then I'm like, what? And she's like, thank you for, I know it was dangerous for your kids, but thank you. You showed us, you showed us respect. You showed it." I'm like, What? Wherever I've gone in the world, it's just it it, it, is, it it it's so hard sometimes, but it's so rewarding. And all those people are my friends, like. And when they come to South Africa, come into my home. Your home is my home. <laughs> your food is my food. Your fridge is your, just whatever. And I remember Justin. He's like, I said to him on the last night. I said, Hey, Barry, it's your ch- turn to choose what meal do you want. He said, I want a T-bone. So I'm like, if I get a bone I got to the shop, I didn't realize I'm flipping expensive. T-bones were, he played the game well. And so I, we, at that stage, you couldn't afford more than one T-bone. So we bought him the T-bone and we had voice. And he was like, you bought me a T-bone for me? I said, yeah, we'll have the voice. Good friend of mine. Still is. See, you, you, you could be that. You could change a nation just by entertaining a stranger. It's beautiful, hey? It's like, and I can tell so many stories, and I know so many, I don't know, Steve and Linda are really good at this as well, and so many of us are. But, um, another one, and then I'll start ending. Um, there was a, a couple from East London, or one of those churches there, and they came in, and they were really battling for, um, for a kid, and I couldn't remember this. I just again, I found a photo of them the other day. That's why I'm remembering all these people. And they came to our home, and apparently we prayed for them. Abby and I can't remember it at all. Prayed for that they don't have a kid. And I saw them about two, or three years later. I couldn't even recognize them. They were totally different looking. And I said, "Brett, Brett, you won't believe it. This is our daughter." And I'm thinking, I don't know who you offered for. Be <laughs> totally so honest. I'm like, I don't understand the connection. No, no, don't you remember? We couldn't have kids. And we were staying at your house for the 412 twelve thing, and then you guys prayed for us, and we couldn't even remember this. And look what happened. God did a miracle. Oh, I'm like, really? I'm like, wonderful God. I'm like, I can't, honestly, I don't say, babies. Do you remember people? I don't, know. I, mean, I don't know. We can't, still can't remember them, but don't tell them that. Hopefully, they don't listen to this. This is good And again, it's like it's, it's a moment where God can do supernatural things through us. Yes, it's uncomfortable. Yes, it puts you out. Yes. Yes. It costs everything. Yes. I'm sorry about the lights. We're trying to get blinds. So I don't know what happened. Like, I think, I don't know. I made a note earlier because my eyes, our eyes there as well. I, I can't even see you guys. Yeah, we need to. So sorry about that, sir. It's not, we're not cool at all. But I know your pain because I still can't see. So, either. But we'll get it done soon. And the, the thing, the thing that we need to realize is hospitality and generosity and, Entertaining Strangers, it it, it has to be around Jesus. Uh, True Christianity, Philippians 1, verses 3 to 8. I want to read it and just end with this. I thank my God. This is Paul writing to the church. I thank my God in all my remembrance of you, that always in every prayer of mine for for, um, you all, making my prayer with joy. Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, I am sure of this that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion to the day of, the, of Jesus Christ. It is, the, it is right for me to feel this way about you all because I told you in my heart for you are all partakers with me in grace, both in imprisonment and in the defense of the confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness how I yearn for you all with affection of Christ Jesus. For well, God is my witness. Um, is that it? Awkward. I read it twice. And so just looking at it, true fellowship looks like this. It's praying with each other, verses 3 and 4. It's serving God together in verses 5 and 7. It's trusting God's sovereignty over one another. I love this one in verses 6. He begins a new work or carried into completion until the day of the Lord. True Christian fellowship is around the rugby Formula One that's coming this week. I'm so excited. I haven't seen it like, Anyway, so it is about that stuff, but it's, it transcends that. That's just where we get it wrong. When the word fellowship comes, oh, no, they're just going to talk about rubbish. It can be around fun things in life and in our homes and all that, but it's got to transcend to prayer, to what is Jesus doing with you? How are you? And to the sovereignty. Like, God's got a plan for Rob. How can we, like, we want to be part of the sovereign plan of God for Rob. In our fellowship. You know I me, mean? it's like really cool. I'm the only one getting excited, or maybe Jody. It's partaking together in God's grace, verses 7, and it's heartfelt affection for one another, verse 8. So, how can we show hospitality? I think it starts with a, with a willing heart. And <laughs> this is where I'm going to throw it out, and you can make your decision. Sign up for the conference if you haven't, take leave if you need to. Take unpaid unpaid leave if you need to. Unpaid. I know, they came out totally wrong. Unpaid leave. Because it's worth it. And it's the first time in three years we're going to be doing this. And we're going to be sitting devoted to the apostles' teaching and to breaking bread and to fellowship and to prayer. And it's going to flip and change our lives. I'm allowed to flip. I'm not allowed to flip it. Maybe I did. If you can't open up your home... even if you have to move out and go on a, to your holiday place, or go camp or something, and give your home to people, lend your car to somebody, or give them a lift. I, I remember, I think it was, I think it was you guys, eh? Hey, when you just joined, they were desperate to to host, but something, I don't know why, we couldn't. I, I couldn't remember. So he phones me. I, I know I can't host, but I'm going to flip and give a lift every day. And every day, he woke up, picked up the people, drove them to the venue. Did his thing and went to work and whatnot. Went met the people back at the conference at the end of the day, picked them up, took them home, took them for the whole week. Because they wanted to serve. <laughs> That's why I love this guy. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's something else. Maybe you don't know. Like, how do I be hospital? How do I entertain a stranger? Ask your com group leader or someone else that knows you. Just hey, what are you seeing in my life? How can I help? How can I how can I be generous? How can I Reflect Christ in this way. So let me finish with this. Let's go back to the... uh, uh, Let's end there. So hopefully there's something stirring in you. Will it suck from one time to time? Yes, it will. Will it be uncomfortable? Yes, it will. But man, it's rewarding. It's like hearts knit together. The nations are changing because... Of what God is doing in us, and you can be part of it. Amen. It's a challenging word. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sort of like ah, because it's still hard. But man, it's glorious. And if you think about it, like Jesus, I was, I, if I'm not mistaken in my preparation, I think Jesus went into almost 50 homes in the Gospels. There's almost 50 occasions where. Jesus goes into someone's house like Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, come down from the tree. I'm coming to your home. He's like, life has changed. In the homes of prostitutes and the sinners. I mean, you know, he was called a drunkard and a glutton. <laughs> the savior of the world. Nuts. Because he's our model. He, he did it. you know. And so I'm going to pray for us. And next week, what we're wanting to do is change up things a little bit before I pray. Um, really feeling like we want to, we want a fellowship in this way. We want to have some brotherly on. If your friends and family members don't want to come to a service, we won't have a service like this. We'll have a different type of service. We'll eat together. We all find Jesus. I'm not. It's not going to just be like watching the Formula One together. I'm watching jokes, you. Know? We're going to find Jesus somehow. We're just. We're going to find him somehow. But we want to. Have put on the fires, or whatever you call them, roast the cook. We want to eat together. We want to fellowship. We want to maybe give testimonies. I think testimonies are great. We just want to share what God's been doing. We want to we want to break the mold a little bit because church isn't announcements, worship, preach, go home. That's part of what church is. Church is also getting into each others' lives and hanging out and eating together and loving each other and all of that kind of stuff. Does it doesn't make sense? It's like bring family, bring friends. It's a great test great opportunity to practice opening up our homes. Sam, you're going to bring like 17 because you're amazing. But we'll, we'll, we'll send a reminder through the com groups and, and it'll be, yeah, we'll throw the net out probably and but invite friends, family, and we'll work it out somehow. Does it make sense? Good. Cool. T-bone. Hey, we still got a T-bone. <laughs> Father, thank you for this amazing, um, Amazing, amazing opportunity just to hang out like this. Thank you that you're a good father. Thank you that your spirit was moving today. Thank you that you are the head of your church and you are building your church. It's not up to us because we're messing up every time. Thank you that um, we have love, love one for another. Thank you that you are doing a work in us. We're not perfect, but we're on the journey. Lord, I want to pray that even as we go into this week, as we contemplate seeking your kingdom first, as we think about being generous and opening our homes and, and, and being pushed a little bit out of our comfort zone maybe, that, Lord, you will come and do an amazing work in us. That you will open up our hearts, that we will see the nations changed for you. That many souls will go to eternity because of a simple act of loving someone we don't know. We, we we just desperately want to bring glory to your name, God. Hmm. Amazing, amazing. Sorry, young lady, next to Craig. No ways. Do you mind if I just encourage you? Or would that be a... I just... I don't know where you are with the Lord, but I really just feel like he wants to say he loves you, he loves you, and he loves you. Um, and, and I don't know, um, I'm going to try to be um, sensitive. Um, he hasn't given up on you either. And he will never give up on you. And even if you feel whatever you're feeling. So I'm trying to speak code. So hopefully if I'm in the spirit, you'll understand what I'm saying like he desperately thinks you a princess and he's calling you so I don't know where you're at I don't know if you're close or far but he's calling you closer he's calling you to a moment of change where you're going to experience him in a new way Um, and you've got a great brother one of my favorite oaks on the planet and, um, and you don't have to do it by yourself. And you don't have to feel inadequate or that you're failing in any way. He is a good Father. And, and your smile has encouraged me tonight, the whole evening. <laughs> it's just there's something of His glow in you. And maybe you're feeling like it's, it's, the glow isn't as bright as it could be. He wants to make it brighter. Uh, hopefully that's making sense. Sorry, I'm trying to be uh, sensitive. <laughs> Can I pray for you? Your name, sorry. Charlene. So if that is the Lord, please take it. If it's not, if it's just me, just throw it aside. But I just want to pray for for you, Charlene. And just that God will undertake. Father, thank you for Charlene. Thank you just for what you are doing in her life, Lord. And I pray that you'll just you'll draw her close. You always to seek the Lord where He is, can be found. Seek Him when He is close. And I felt I felt the Lord is close to you. He's He's almost been shouting, Charlene, 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 Charlene. I'm here. I'm here. And Lord, I pray that you'll, just by your spirit, just open up her, her eyes, Lord. Open up her heart again. Um, and just pour your love into her fresh, refreshing times. I pray that your for refreshing times will just come and overwhelm her in a great way. That your gentleness and your kindness will re- lead her to repentance, as your word says. Amazing Lord. Amazing King. Yeah. Amazing Lord. Yeah. Special moments tonight, eh? Like still feeling the presence of God. Love you guys. Maybe connect with someone that you haven't uh, said hello to tonight. The coffee shop will be open. And uh, enjoy your week. <sighs> like a, Or just sit if you want to. It's up to you.